And this morning, we're going to be talking about treasure. So, um, a wonderful subject. Uh, the Lord uh, put on put on my heart. We you know treasure. You know, so I didn't really know what to make the title. Um, so you know, I put where is our treasure? What is our treasure? And and loads of questions. So I've just titled it treasure. Okay. Let me start by just. For me, just to 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 say something about treasure. Um, for me, the Bible is a treasure chest of wisdom, and it is a treasure chest for us. It is the most precious treasure we can ever have in our possession. It is the only treasure that can show us that narrow way to life in this world and eternally. The scripture tells us that the majority of people will go on the path to destruction. And the reason is, is that they're all trying to make their way, their way being the most important, no matter about a lot of other people in some circumstances, but their way is the right way. And they know that it's right, and they feel satisfied in which way they're going. Well, we know that's not true, but people will say, oh, I've, I've got a good life and all the rest of it. So it is important that we begin to look at what is our treasure. That's really a good question for us, because this is the, the, the scriptures will tell us why we have got to have that transformation by the renewing of our minds. So Matthew 7, um, 13 to 14 is going to be our first scripture. So all I'm going to do this morning, and I'm going to preach to you, but I'm going to give you the scriptures again, trying to just to encourage you to, to look at ourselves again. And we have to do that. The Bible tells us to judge ourselves and examine ourselves. And, you know, and we find it sometimes very difficult to do it. That's why the word's there. For us out to show. So Matthew 7, 13 um, to 14. Verse 13, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Now, this is an incredibly powerful statement. In one respect, it's a real simple statement. And why? Because there is a way. Didn't Jesus say, I am the way, the truth, and the life? And so he, he's got this incredible treasure for us to make sure that, you know, that we can live this life and then have eternity. So it is, it is a narrow way. And it's a narrow way to who? It's a, it's a narrow way um, to, to the world themselves because they, they look at this and saying oh you, you you're only following this for a crutch to 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 support you because you're weak and all the rest of it and all the rest of the rubbish that they come out with it's only because they don't know and yet again it is simple because it's a narrow way the world have a look at it have a look at all you that the people that don't go to church just listen to them just listen to what they say and what they talk about and what they do. And you will see everyone chooses to do what they want to do. Listen carefully. 
regardless of the consequences. So that's important to us that we see this as, as, a, as an amazing treasure to make sure that we, we understand whatever we say, whatever we do, whatever we choose has consequences. And so those consequences, we've got to make sure, aren't bad for us. Therefore, every time we do something, is this right? So that's that. God trying to give us that righteous way. You, look, we all know. Um, many people just don't want to know um, our Lord Jesus Christ. They don't even want to know if there is a God. You know, it, it doesn't fail to amaze me that people will not look at what this is this week i i went i went to 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 work and and i met a young man in there and you know and he was saying um he said oh do you manage to keep yourself busy mark you know through this shutdown and i said this shutdown has done nothing to make my life less busy um I'm, you, you can ask my wife i'm busy every single day she said what do you do and i said oh well i do lots and lots of things but this is my heart and i told him um, and what I did, well, straight away, you know, and I said, oh, I can tell by the, the look on your face, you're a, you, you don't believe. No, I'm an atheist, and off I went. Off I went on science and having no faith and everything else, and telling him, telling him, you know, because I had to tell him, well, you don't even know, you know, nothing about the Bible. So therefore you made a judgment on what you think, that makes you your own God. And he looked at me, he goes, Mark, this is, this is, this is really crazy stuff. And I said, no, it's not crazy stuff. I said, this is, I'm, I'm trying to help you here. If you, you know, that if you just had a look, you would see, you know, that, that there's something else. Scientists can't prove life, you know. And I did tell him, I'm sorry I boasted. I turned around and said, I'm a genius. I know all the scientists in the world, no matter what they do, they're never going to find the meaning of life. Because my Lord's word tells me that. Jesus, Jesus can, came and gave us his new covenant. This new covenant was this new agreement, and we do know it's a new way, a new way for the whole world to be able to find, find God and find out what God wants for us and what this life is about. And it will be narrow. Why? Because God wants us to learn and follow by his instructions out of his treasure book, his, his Bible. Listen carefully. If we do not know the narrow path to take, or even in the world, what path, if we do not know what path to take with the worldly things, how on earth will we fi ever find out where we are going? In my 25 years of ministry, I have found too many people who say they believe, yet do little or even nothing about what they should know to show God they believe. See, that, that's that faith one again, isn't it? It's the faith and the doing part that we have to have. They make up their own doctrines, um, you know, and, then, and that gives them their sense of well-being and, 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 and in their own heads, they say, well, I believe, so therefore I'm going to be okay. You know, and, and we've all heard it. People say, no, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm going to heaven. You know, and, and you ask them um, how, how they know that. They said, because I do. And it's just in their own heads. What a lie from the devil that is, isn't it? And all that also is a lie to, to, to some people that actually go to church every week to think that just by going to church. They're going to make it to heaven. But listen, 
This is why this treasure chest that he's got, this teaching he wants to give us, this transforming by our renewing of our mind. It is so important that we all work together to ensure that each one of us, you know, come to the fullness of the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and, and, and the scriptures that will keep us saved or get us saved, keep us saved, and we'll make it together to heaven. Okay, let's, you, let's look at some scripture here. Romans 10. Um, we, we, we know this. this you know, and, and we're going to do, I did say earlier, you know, and I didn't mean to say that, but I said, you know, I will go over and over because, you know, I, I've known from a child that repetition is a great way of learning. And, it, and, you know, my wife is always saying that, you know, every single day she's reading, you know, like it's the 25th time, whatever it may be, that we're reading through the Bible. And every single morning she said, Mark, listen to this. You know, we've read it 25 times or probably even more. And yet God is still trying to teach us new things. Romans 10, 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? It is written. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. That's us. Isn't that beautiful? That, you know, that we're the, we're the sent out people. How beautiful are we that preach this gospel of peace? Because that's what it is. We want peace and joy and goodness and love. Verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? We know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, you know, and that is why I am continually going over about we've got to study. It's not just about reading. We've got to study. We've got to get this word inside us. So everywhere we go, every problem we arise, every situation we have, we know the scripture that will set us free and set other people free as well. It's really so simple, isn't it? If we're not hearing the word of God, we cannot find the right path and will not achieve salvation the end of our, at the end of our life with Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ returns. And more importantly, how can others find the narrow path if someone, anyone, does not tell them to, to, to seek it? You know, and, and to find out for themselves. It's nothing complicated. It's not about us having to do, teach them everything all in a few, few minutes. Every Christian is responsible for themselves to be diligent in learning the word of God. It's our treasure. Don't forget in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, um, God tells us about what the scripture is. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Remember that from our, uh, our Alpha or Truth Revealed course. It's God. The in, 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 it, that's the Greek word inspiro. That means inspiration. And it's God breathed out or God breathed in either way. God gave these scriptures to man to write down for us. It is profitable for doctrine profitable for teaching isn't it a marvelous this teaching part it's it's a treasure we should be so thankful to god that he wants wants us to teach one another so thankful it's a treasure 
And for people who don't attend Bible studies and don't do their own study, you're missing out massively on what God wants to do for you in your life. But listen, here it is. Here it is at the end of that 16. All scriptures given by inspiration of God and profitable. Profitable for us, for doctrine, for teaching, for reproof, for telling each other that we're wrong. Isn't that amazing? We don't want to do that. People don't want to tell each other we're wrong. Why? Oh, you can't hurt them and everything else. Well, you know, the, the, the scripture says, you know, that, that the kiss of an enemy, you know, we, you know is just, can be, can be, you think, oh, thank you very much. But you know, it is, it is that reproof from a friend, which is more important for us. That's the love. Reproving each other is the love. It's not about bossing each other or controlling each other. It's the love of God. Why? For reproof, for correction. You know that you and, and, and God bless you, you who, who you know that when you actually say something that's not quite right, you allow me um, to 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 give you that, and then you say thank you. Why? It's because the more corrected, the stronger we become. Isn't that fascinating? You know, so it, it, it's important that we love correction if you don't i'm sorry it's the sin of pride for even the lord chastises those he loves and instruction so it's reproof correction and instruction for righteousness it's our instruction how to do things right isn't that marvelous and when we get that instruction we do things right guess what god is so happy verse 17 that the man of god or you know that this is mankind this is man and woman of god may be complete so isn't it amazing scripture this is so you know please just take this into your heart that, that, that the man of god the person of god may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work i will say again to you this is not in the scripture thoroughly equipped for every good work isn't that marvelous the more we get inside us the more equipped we are the more good work we'll do um, in the kingdom of god and for and with our lord so sharing the good news shows how much god we love him it's that that's exactly you know, exactly the same as i said you know about giving it shows how much we actually love him to to do those things he asks us and also it shows us how much we trust him. And lastly, how much we want to show that love by obeying him. So here we go. It's all about Jesus. It's all about you, God. It's all about our relationship with you. So there it is. And you know, this is really exciting for me. I love the word. I love the word. You know, I had I had a mentor, and you know, his favorite saying, his favorite saying when people would say, "Is it book? Is it book?" And then he would preach. He said, "It's book." And you know, we know what the book was, but he made it so clear that his whole life is involved, surrounds, and 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 he and he surrounds it with the word of God. And that was inputted into me. Look in the word, look in the word, find it, find your answers. Go and ask people, find out what it is. The Lord has been sharing his precious treasure chest of his word to ensure we know what we should be doing, how we should be learning of Jesus, enabling us to be 
those followers that God wants us to be. Not what we think. You know, we, we have tremendous thoughts about my ministry and things like that. You know, I just want to be a minister to the Lord to, to do the things he asked me to do. And of course, you know, we, this, this is why he wants us to get together, you know, to, to have um, our Bible studies and to our own studying as well. It is the studying. It's not just the reading, you know, and I encourage everyone to jot notes down when they, they get things and put the scriptures down, put them in somewhere you can go over and over and over again until it's inside you and it just comes out um, naturally in speech. So it's important, um, you know, our going to church, you know, not attending church, you know, is, is really not God's way. He tells us, do not forsake the assembly of the saints. He told us to meet together and to pray together and to, to sing psalms and to teach one another, you know, to help one another, to love one another. That's when we begin to grow um, with the Lord. And he then begins to guide us, guide us even more by his spirit as we are taught his word and put it into practice. You do know the Bible is the only word of God that he has given to this world to know him, to know what he wants from us, and more specifically for us, how he wants to help us in every situation we have in this life with the result of eternal life with him. See, this word is our treasure chest. You know, listen, listen I, I, I've, I've preached about treasure before and there's always one thing that, that, that amazed me. You know, I, I, when I was abroad, you know, I got somebody to get me a chest and, you know, and I said, get me a chest and, and let's put some really fancy things in it. Like, you know, I said, oh, you know, and I always remember going to Indonesia where there was some ridiculous things like a hundred thousand rupiah uh, per pound of what it was. And so I could, I could throw millions of rupiah into this chest, you know, and, and it was only about, you know, 50 pounds or something, you know, and, and, and I'd throw it in and I'd say, you know, and I'd open the chest and show people and I said, okay, Free gifts, everyone. This is the treasure today. Come and come and get it. Come and get it. And people, they'd all look and look. And I said, come on. The first here gets the most. You know, and as they all started to come up, I closed the chest. So isn't it amazing? I said, you can see this. This is the worldly treasures and you're ready to go for it. And yet, God's treasure, his word is so much more valuable. The Lord tells us, you know, in, in the scriptures, how valuable his word is. And it is, it, it's God's jewels that he holds so dear. That's his word, because it's all about him. It's fascinating. You know, that wealth, treasures, riches, money, as we would, we would call it today, is one of the most talked about doctrines in the, in the whole Bible. You know, I've got, I've got literally... I think there's 20 pages of scriptures which, which I managed to get out on, on treasures and riches and money and gold and silver. It's, it's just incredible um, how much is in there because God knew. Because this is the treasure that the world longs for. It works for it. It lies for it. It cheats for it. It steals it. 
and it gives them influence and power, status, and, and enables them to do what they think is best in their lives and what they think will make them happy. And yet we know most things we buy um, for, with, with our money, um, it can give us a, a moment of pleasure. Yes, it can be useful in our lives. It can, can make our lives more comfortable, but it does not always bring happiness. We've seen many rich people who are famous people whose lives have just fallen apart at the seams or have died through drug abuse and, 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 and taken their own lives and loads of different things. So I promise you this, money and wealth bring a whole new set of problems. I promise you. And the Lord talks about it and, you know, and it really is quite an amazing subject that, you know, that um, we could lose our soul because of money. Remember this. We come into this world with nothing. And we will go out with nothing. From dust we were made and dust we shall return. That's our flesh. God wants us to give us an eternal life for our soul and we shall be just like the angels, God said. You know, and that's really exciting. That's not for today, but, you know, appear and disappear and all those beautiful things that the Bible says that we can do. You know, it, you know we, 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 we have all these, these things, Marvel comics and all these things, you know, but, you know, I actually believe some of these things that we're going to be able to do. Yeah, but that's me. That's me. So, you know, I get, just get excited about it. What is it going to be like? You know, but he promises us joy and peace, and no more tears, and, and all the rest of it. No more wars, and then, you know, no more problems that we have there. So I'm looking forward to it. And you know, when we do, do die, some of us, you know, might leave our, our children an inheritance. And, and as we, if as we get to learn the Old Testament, we know that was really important. That all the way from the from the beginning, that 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 you know. That everyone, the fathers left their uh, main inheritance to their firstborn to continue the family, to help the family, and off it went like that. And it's marvellous if we can, um, if we can leave something for for our children, you know. So when I die, you know, I want to, I want my children to remember me not just because I've left them any sort of inheritance, uh, but I want to make sure that my inheritance is is remembered as a as a good father. And, and as a man of God that, that, that you know, tried hard to, to get people saved and preach this gospel and keep my family saved and, and help wherever, wherever I can. Why? I, I want to see them again in heaven. I want to make sure that, um, you know, that I, I set an example for them. That's my major goal um, for my family. And of course, that also has got to be my major goal for you and because the Lord in his infinite wisdom has, has, has let me um, be your pastor and therefore I have to stand before God um, at, at, at the end times um, to see how I taught you and all that for you because it, it, it's all about your soul and so I pray that um, you know I'll be pleased and, and happy that you managed to learn and follow and, and helped and get to heaven as well. So I hope the memories of my children's father and me will be a good treasure that they can bring back and share in joy and goodness 
um, rather than in despair or dismay. Amen, Lord. Remember, remember we, 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 this incredible church, um, are the apple of God's eye. We're his chosen people. He showed his great love for us with sacrificing his only begotten son, our Lord Jesus Christ, so we can be saved, so we can know him, and so we can, we can find the path to a great life here, a life in abundance, Jesus said, and, of course, eternal life. That's why he's given us the treasure of his infallible word. Kevin, my job is to feed you. You're absolutely right. To feed you the right food and to show you the path to the right pastures, to give you the opportunity to be blessed upon this earth and, of course, to get to heaven. But, of course, I can, I can only teach. I can only try to be an example to you. But the rest, I'm sorry, it's entirely up to you how much you want to do, how much you want to be blessed, how much you want to get to heaven, how much you want God to bless you um, so we all can receive what God can give to us in this life. And of course, that we all make it to heaven. Right, I've got a few scriptures. The first one, Psalms 119, and it's going to be from verse 160. And I'm just going to read a few verses um, from there. If anyone else wants to have a look about the word, Psalm 119, which is the longest psalm in the, um, in the Bible, the uh, longest book in the Bible, um, have a look at it because it's all about the word. Whatever you look at, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. So I'm going to read a few scriptures here just to encourage you um, to look at the word, not just as the word of God, of, of what an incredible treasure it is. Psalms 119, verse 160 to 162. The entirety of your word is truth. Isn't that beautiful? And every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. So there we are. The Bible endures forever. Princes persecute me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. Isn't that beautiful? And I love them exceedingly. I love the words exceedingly. And verse 168, I keep your precepts and your testimonies for all my ways are before you. Uh, next one, we're going to Proverbs 2, um, 1 to 9. So it's great, isn't it? So God's trying to tell us about the word there and what a treasure it is and, and how the word is all about precepts, laws, testimonies. Um, commandments, um, law, um, guidance, teaching. It's, 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 it's pretty am amazing um, what he's trying to tell us about his word. Uh, Proverbs 2 verse 1. My son, if you receive my words and treasure, treasure my commandments. Here it is. We, these, are, these commandments, it's, it's telling us that it's a treasure to have these commandments so that you incline your ear to wisdom. And apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her. So that's wisdom. 
as silver. You know, when we search for things, you know, if you've got a silver mine, we search and dig and dig and dig. You, you, you have a look at history when people find things in, in the ground of how many thousands go and dig and search for her hidden treasures. So inside the Bible, there's a, a, a mass of hidden treasures we get by seeking, searching, learning, studying to find out about God. Verse five, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And don't remember this fear. You know, there is a fear that, that, that if we don't follow the Lord, we won't make it to heaven. If we disobey him, we won't make it to heaven. So it's pretty important we, we keep that fear in check. And we keep that fear in check by looking at it, standing in awe, with reverence, with, with, with so much you know, admiration and, and love for, for, for God and his word. Verse 5, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. The upright ones who are upright in this world. The ones that stand for him and speak about him and follow him and show people that this is a, a person who follows God and what he asks. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. Here we are. He's our shield. He's our fortress. He's our defense. He's our strength, etc., etc. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. See, the more we do, the more we do for him, he preserves us. He stands for us. He, he, he guides us. He leads us. He helps us in every single way. I'll just read this one, Proverbs 7, 1. My son, keep my, keep my words and treasure my commands with you. There it is again. These words have, have got to be our treasure. It's got to be something that, you know, we are going to treasure. We are going to look after. We're going to look at it, look at it and love it and, 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 and just keep it, you know, on our mantelpiece to be there all the time, in front of us all the time. Uh, Proverbs 3. Uh, don't worry, there's only a few more. <laughs> Proverbs 3, verse 13 to 18. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding for her proceeds are better than the profits of silver her gain is and her gain than precious fine and her gain than fine gold better than fine gold she's more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her this is the word of god no wonder he, it's his treasure chest length of days is in her right hand in her left hand riches and honor isn't it amazing that you know that we follow this even god can give us riches and honor you know not to put our hearts upon that but he'll do it just because we follow that word as he wants us to her ways are ways of pleasantness. It is pleasant to be able to read that Bible and put it into action to know it's the righteous way and all the paths of peace. So everything we do and learn and we put it, it brings us more peace. It's beautiful. And she's a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy are all who retain her. What a beautiful treasure this is. Um, you know, and I'll read this one. You don't have to look this one up. Psalm 62, 10. 
if riches increase do not set your heart on them they come and they go isaiah 33 6 it's only one scripture so i'll read it to you wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times Isn't that fascinating wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times the more we learn the more we get it inside will make us more stable and the strength of salvation and will give us strength to know we're saved and we're on the right path the narrow path and we are going to keep it and, and we're going to keep each other on the path no matter what it takes we've got to keep going and, and coming and learning and, and, and growing in Christ the fear of the Lord is his treasure you know we've only got to look out please we've only got to look out to the world Look how it's made. Look at the grass, the flowers, the plants, the trees, the, the, amazing, the, the, the amazing abundance of so many different plants and things and what we can eat and you, you name it, everything about it. You know, there it is. There it is. There's that, that awesomeness of God that, we, that he speaks and the world comes, you know, and he wants to be with us. That is an amazing treasure of, of thought. But acknowledge that he, that's what he wants to do. This is the world. This is God's treasure chest. This is God want, who wants us to go and take out the, the, the jewels out of this treasure and, and, and adorn ourselves with it. So, so it becomes, the Bible says, like it's like a necklace, necklace around us that people will see it and they'll hear it about what it is and then of course it'll all help you to, to enable you to live this life with joy and the peace that jesus christ promises us in the new testament to be fruitful and see in your own lives just what the lord can do with everyday folk like us and so we do let's read a few from the the new testament just to make sure that we, we get this, this treasure inside of us. Matthew 6, and we're going to look from only, only two verses, from the three verses, 19 um, to 20, 21. That's Matthew 6, 19 to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. Listen carefully, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Isn't it beautiful? So if we treasure this word, if we look at it as as our book of life, the book of God. This is, this is God in a book. Treasure it, treasure it, hug it, love it, delve into it, open it up, take out the, the, those, those beautiful things that are gonna grow you and help you and show you and get your family better and, and make the church better and, and make the world a better place just by being a treasure chest for God. Matthew 12. 
verses 33 to 37. This is us. God wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to bear good fruit. And this is just talking about us being a, a bad, a good or a bad tree. Matthew 12, 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. And now he's talking to the Sanhedrin, brood of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good things? For out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we know that. That's for all of us. We know every speech that we have when we said something. We know whether we said things right or wrong. And so it's good. Please, when you say something wrong, yep, we know that's bad, but it's good in the respect that we can see it is. And therefore, we know the Spirit is working with us and He's just pointing it out to us so we can get rid of it, repent, make amends, and carry on. Verse 35 A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But listen again. I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account for it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words will be condemned. Yet again, he's just trying to show us what a treasure his word is, to be able to help us for even making our speech, you know, salted, making it for good, and not for bad, making it so people can hear and hear um, love and the goodness of God coming out of our mouth and why we believe. Matthew 19, 21, um, just one verse. Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. And that was to the rich young ruler. It's very difficult for rich people to get to heaven. The scripture is very, very clear about that. And because you can't love mammon and God. You can't eat at God's table and the devil's table. And God tells us that, you know, that, that trade, these, these, the worldly treasures, mammon, um, he calls them, you know, are the least in his kingdom <laughs> it's fascinating isn't it i love it i love how how god you know it tells us it's the least in his kingdom and yet man cherishes it and doesn't want to let it go and yet when we get to heaven we walk on pavements of gold and our houses are made of all diamonds and pearls and you know you name it all these incredible things that man searches for upon this earth and digs digs for and and, and you know and, and dies for and yet we're going to have the building blocks of the new Jerusalem made of the things that we thought were important in this world. But we've got to be careful. We've really got to be careful about, about what we do really treasure. And, you know, and I know, you know, men, families, everyone wants to give our children the best. And sometimes, you know, we, you know, we, we think by spending lots of money, it's, it's the best, but we be really careful. Um, we could just be giving our children everything they want so they never have to work for it and they don't actually appreciate it, etc., 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 etc. So it's got to, we've got to have wisdom for it. But Luke 12, um, um, verse um, 16 to 21. 
Then he spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I'll do this. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. And there I'll store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up, you know, all our savings and everything. Laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be when, well, that you have provided? So, so is he. So is he a fool who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So it's so important that we see how this word is always trying to teach us what it is. Hey, remember, remember what's going to happen to this world. Please remember what's going to happen to this world, you know. And I'm, I'm just going to read this 2 Peter 3.10, the end of the earth and everything in it. Please listen carefully. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of, the, of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for the new heavens, heavens, and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. It's beautiful. So, you know, everything that man has put on this earth, we, we know what's happening at the moment. You know, all this, all this green party highlighting how we're poisoning the earth, the sea, the sky, everything about it, how we're wasteful, how, you know, every, every person is wasteful with, with water and everything else that we can do. You know, it really has made me look at the way that, that I live. Not that I'm going to join the green party, but what they've done is really outline how we're destroying our world ourselves. And yet, God gave us dominion over the world, took after it so he can feed us all. Amen. So, be steadfast. This is 2 Peter 3, 14 to 18. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to all these things, looking forward to heaven, looking forward to being blessed, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless. And consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. He said we'll suffer. And I know we all do. I know we've all got our own problems. And I know the enemy attacks. And I know that, you know, all things don't work out sometimes. But that's where our, that's where our strength and our faith in God will see us through. It happened to Paul. As also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to, don't forget Paul wrote most of this New Testament. And also his epistles, speaking in them of these things that are going to happen, in which some things are hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction 
as they also do with the rest of the scripture. You see, the treasury, this word is so important that we know what the truth is. And every question that we ask is something that we're saying, I want to learn. I want to know what this means. Verse 17. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware, beware, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness. That's holding on to the word of God and what he's asked us to do. Being led away with the error of the wicked. And don't forget, we're led away so simply, as soon as we start getting together and as soon as we start looking at other things instead of, of what God asks us to do, we do slip away very quickly. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. I'll go up to the start so Kevin was right on track. We have been given pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists and prophets to equip us with the word. Just hold on a moment. I have to press OK. My screen's going to go off. We've been given pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists and prophets to equip us with the word. That's what it's for. Just to, for us to, just, to be able to get together, to teach, to discuss, to, to ask questions, to, to look at things, to, to make sure we're getting this word inside us. So therefore we should treasure this. We should treasure, we should treasure our Bible studies. Why? Because this is it. This is what God wants us to do. And, and hold it dear within our hearts, knowing that this treasure will build up our faith. And that faith can be built up by diligently seeking the word, studying, studying is imperative for all of us. So we can be equipped to be those soldiers of the Lord, enduring all what comes, persevering against all the odds and keeping the faith and growing stronger all the time so we can be like the apostle paul and this is what he said at the end for i am all this is 2 timothy 4 6 if you want to look later for i am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure is at hand i have fought the good fight i have finished the race i have kept the faith and finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Church, this is it. This is the outlook for us. This is, the, this is what God wants for us. He wants us to know and use his treasure. And all those things that we desire and all those things, if we'll just treasure his word, if we'll, if we'll treat it with such, with such desire and, and love and thanksgiving every day, that, that God will teach us, that the Holy Ghost will guide us into all truth, and that we will you know, put ourselves out to work together and get people saved and, and learn to teach and do those things so we can we can be so have that blessed assurance that all these promises that god asked us are for us today tomorrow and forevermore this is our treasure chest treasure it 
love the word, love study, love learning, but also love giving it out. The more we give out, the more God gives us. It's so simple. That beautiful parable of the sower. And this is the Lord's promise. Come unto me and learn of me. For I am meek and humble. Take my yoke, for it is light and easy. We look at it as a problem. And yet the Lord says, hey, when you're with me, when you're doing what I ask, I'm taking the pressure. You just keep handing it to me. And I will see you through every part of your life. In Jesus' name.